thank you guys for tuning in this is gabby gabs room podcast and this is your girl gabby gabs wow third episode third and final episode it's been a crazy one definitely crazy one but thank you guys for tuning in and finding an interest in my story definitely one story out of millions that are out there but I appreciate all the love and support that I have received so far and I can't wait to wrap this podcast series up with you so without further ado here's part three so after the last time my ex and I broke up I started drinking a lot I was binge drinking every weekend I was going out I was drinking to a point where I wasn't blacking out, but it was enough for me to distract myself or not think about my loss or my breakup. And it was like that for a couple months. My tolerance for liquor was increasing while my anger for men was increasing. It was pretty bad. I I was enjoying myself. I'm not going to lie. I started fighting with a lot of people in the nightclub and it got really bad. I I really don't know how my friends were able to tolerate my attitude during that time, but they definitely understood where I was coming from and they never judged me for the way I was coping with my loss. Well, after I started realizing that I was gaining a lot of weight with all the drinking that I was doing, I ended up using sex as another coping method and it was obviously a temporary fix. I Nothing was changing. My anger was still there. And so I stopped using sex as a coping method. It was a little hard. I was trying to find myself. I didn't know who I was. It was a little hard emotionally to go through December and trying to not be depressed or try not to be sad. I was trying to occupy my mind and going out and trying not to drink as much. But for my due date, I ended up lighting a lantern for my baby. And it was a very emotional night for me. So once I lit my lanterns for my baby, we came home and I tried to start the year off right not no drinking, no sex, and just kind of concentrating on myself. And so I ended up deciding to go to a therapist, trying to find a way, a, a good, healthy coping method of being able to deal with my loss, even through the, the help that my therapist was trying to give me. It was really difficult for me. Um, my anger just kept growing. I was holding on to so much anger and so much bitterness towards my ex that it was just it was hard for me to want to let go of all the pain that he caused me in my life and during this time I was going out with my girls we were having girls night out road trips music festivals concerts I mean we were doing everything together creating new memories and trying to occupy ourselves and trying to build healthy habits with each other and enjoying each other's company. So I, of course, as usual, I would always promise myself that I would not go back with my ex and I gave him once again the opportunity to come back and just do what he wanted to do with me and we ended up 
being act sexually active again. But this time around in the beginning of 2019, I realized the level of respect he started having for me now at that point. So he would come back and he would talk to me for a couple of days. We would meet up a couple of times and then he would not respond to me for, again, a couple of days, a couple of weeks. And it was back and forth on and off. I was still in love with this guy. And so my feelings for him and the way he was treating me, it made my anger towards him grow even more. Within that time period, I actually had two pregnancy scares and he only knows about one of them, but I had two pregnancy scares and they were negative. So the second to the last time that he messaged me, he had told me that because we were we were figuring out how are we going to do the whole friends with benefits thing. I don't know what made me want to ask him if he was dating. And he said he was talking to someone, but he doesn't know if it was going to be anything serious. And so I told him, I said, well, that's kind of messed up. Like this girl is willing to give you the time of day and you're over here coming back home, screwing your ex. You know, it's, it's that I don't think that's healthy, but if that's what you want to do, then that's your decision. That's your problem. So he tells me the last conversation we had was don't worry about me if I ever find someone who's worthy of my effort or worthy of my time I won't do anything to jeopardize my relationship with that person and when he said that that was the moment I felt like I was someone he was recycling I was someone he would come back to when he wanted his quick fix and it made me feel so dirty about myself. We were just having sex and we weren't in a relationship, but my feelings were still there. When he said that to me, I definitely wanted to end things completely with him. I, I didn't want to speak to him anymore at that point. So I had asked him if we can meet up and he said no, he was busy. Well, a couple weeks after that, I ended up running into his mother at the grocery store. And yes, that's how close we live to each other. When I had my miscarriage, he didn't end up telling his mom that I was pregnant or had a miscarriage. And his reason was because he didn't find a reason why to tell her if it never happened. His mother went over a year not knowing what happened to me. So when I ran into her at the grocery store, I said hello to her and we started talking for a little bit and I told her. I told her about my miscarriage. I told her how he treated me and everything. I told her the truth from beginning to end. So he does actually not know that his mother knows. At least I don't know if he knows. But she knows. And if he's listening to this, then now he knows that his mom knows. But... She was very disappointed, very disappointed, very sad at who her son really is as a guy, as a man. She was taken back. She was trying to process what I was telling her. And the only thing she can say was, how can he cause so much pain knowing how a woman suffers, seeing it firsthand? I honestly was so desperate to get him to not message me anymore that I felt like telling his mom was the last thing I can do. I thought to myself, if I can piss him off so much 
through his mom, then maybe, maybe he won't message me anymore. In the middle of July, I was at work and he ends up messaging me. Like nothing happened. Like he didn't go a whole month without messaging me. He messages me and he says, hola, como estas? And that in Spanish means, hello, how are you? <laughs> I laughed. And at that moment, I can just, it, it, it hit me. I was a player at his game. And every time, whenever it was convenient for him, he would end the game and I would lose. And when he was bored or when he wasn't dating anyone, he would come back and offer me the same game again. And I would play it again and again. When I received that message, I wanted to respond back to him. I mean, I developed a really bad habit of always messaging him back whenever he would message me. This went on for three years. I didn't want that anymore. Yes, I loved him. Yeah, he was the love of my life. But I I wanted something better than that. So what I did was I kept the message that he sent me about when he finds someone who's worthy of his time, then he wouldn't jeopardize it. I went back and I just kept rereading that message. And honestly, that message was the one thing that gave me strength to ignore him and not respond to him. A couple of days later, he ends up messaging me again. There I go, looking back at the last message he had sent me a month prior to. I don't respond to him. A couple of days later after that, he messages me again for the third time. And he just tells me, hey, if you're going to ignore me, let me know so I won't have to bother you anymore. Something along the lines of that. Oh, man, I, I wanted to tell him off. But I couldn't. For whatever reason, I couldn't. And I went back to reading the message again uh, that he sent me a month prior to. And honestly, that was the one thing that gave me the strength to not be able to respond to him anymore. So the last message that he sent me was um, a little... In the middle and the end of July, I went on disability because I injured my back. And so I gave it gave me a lot of time to think. And I started getting really bored. And I messaged him and I said, hey, what did you want to talk about? And he didn't respond to my message. During that time, a few days later, I find out that he's in a relationship. So he doesn't respond back to me and that's about it. That's the last thing I know about this guy. And during this time, from the middle of 2019 till today, it's very difficult for me to see pregnant women. It's very difficult for me to hear announcements that other women are pregnant. Yes, I'm happy for them and I wish them the best. I always think back to, man, my baby could have been walking by now, talking, eating on their own. And it's just all these memories uh, that I know I could have had if I would have had my pregnancy. It still affects me till today. There are times where babies will look at me and they'll smile. And there are days when I'm strong and I will smile back and talk to them. But there are other days where I'll just... I cannot pass more than a smile and I have to walk away from them. But I can honestly say that when I did join the Facebook page 
miscarriage community, it it did help and it and it brought a little bit of comfort to know that I'm not alone and other women out there are hurting the way I am hurting. They're feeling the way I am feeling and I'm not going crazy. Yesterday, I even went to the gym and I went for a swim. When I went to the jacuzzi, there was a lady there and she started talking to me. Without her knowing the pain that I'm going through, she tells me, she says, you can't focus on what happened in your past today because it would prevent you from enjoying your day today and planning for your future tomorrow. And that really settled in, in a good way. I feel like it's it's time. It's It's time for me to let go. I don't know how. But I know it's time for me to let go and move past the hurt that the miscarriage and, and my ex caused in my in my life. As of today, I am going to a new therapist. I was so embarrassed to go back to the one in the beginning of this year, 2019, because of me being sexually active with my ex. I didn't want to confront my, my other therapist, so I decided to get a new one and I just started with this one a couple weeks ago, so it's fairly new. All I can hope for is that it works, it helps. It's definitely a healthy coping method that um, I have going on. I am realizing as I get closer to my due date in which my baby could have been a year old already, it's very difficult. I'm starting to pick up the drinking habits and trying to force myself not to drink but then I want to drink so but as of right now I am seeking help I know I have my friends that are with me I know that I have my family with me I am not dating I don't want to date because I'm not in my I'm not healthy mentally and emotionally and I recently started going to restaurants that have a bar area and play football games by myself it's been pretty crazy because I have come across a lot of interesting people a lot of fun people and I think it's safe to say that I'm starting to build up different friendships and it's exactly what I feel like I need at the moment I'm desperate to seek closure in a good way in a healthy way and kind of move on with my life but before I end the podcast series, there's a couple of things that I do want to say. And I want to first talk to the women out there that are really struggling this month. Because again, this month is Infant and Pregnancy Lost Awareness Month. Ladies, I know it's difficult for you. I know that if you could, you would change things and make things different. Just know that you are not alone. We are here for you. And I love this community because not once in the year and a half that I have joined, I have seen anyone be judged. We are here for each other. We comfort each other whenever there's a trigger or when we are at our worst on a random day. I love you all for reading my story and sending me prayers and positive words. To my friends and family, 
Thank you for walking with me through this very dark valley. Thank you for tolerating my moments of anger and frustration. Moments where I would yell at you for no reason because I was frustrated and knowing I was acting that way because of my hurt. Thank you for never passing judgment towards my decisions on how I decided to cope with my loss. Thank you for listening to my crazy talks. But truth be told, I can keep thanking you for everything that you guys have done. But I don't think it can ever fully express how grateful I truly am that you didn't leave me alone in this situation. So thank you guys. I love you guys a lot. As for my ex, I defended you and put you first before the people I love. Granted, as a woman who loved you, I did that all on my own. Many asked why I took you back so many times. And all I can say is because I saw the best in you through the bad moments. Although I have had a lot of tough moments, we also had great moments as well. I can walk away knowing I loved you as best as I could. But at this moment in my life, with the same depth of love I have for you, I have hate for you. You humiliated me. You proved everyone right and left me broken. You left me alone when I needed you the most. I never asked much from you. But when I did, it was on the day I asked for you to be there for me and you never showed up. I guess I can thank you for that because that selfish act forced me to pick myself up to keep walking when I had no strength left. I wish I could say I wish you the best in your life, but at this moment, I don't wish you the best. There are days when I am at my lowest, when anger controls me and I begin to wish the same amount of suffering you caused me upon your life. Healthy? No, not at all. But I owe it to myself to be honest on how I feel towards you as much as it breaks me. I don't wish you the best with the next person you end up with, but I know one day I will. One day I will be able to forgive you and think of us with only seeing you as a learning experience, remembering you as a standard and what not to have in my life, the type of person I don't deserve. I don't have a good note to end with you as of right now, and that's okay. I know eventually I'll forgive myself for believing in you. As for everyone else, I don't have an answer or a positive ending to this podcast series, but that's just how life is sometimes. You're not going to heal right away or get the proper closure you need to move on from the situation. And so this wraps up my miscarriage podcast series. It's been a crazy ride recording this. I didn't think I would be able to get past the first minute of the first episode, but here I am on the third episode and allowing you guys to know about my personal life and the positive feedback that I've received from a lot of people has been great. The numbers that show how many times this the episodes have been played have been way higher than what I thought it would be. So thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me and listening to my crazy journey on this very dark chapter in my life please feel free to share this to those who are struggling and also feel free to reach out to me in my tumblr page which you can do anonymously at gabbycabsroom.tumblr.com once again thank you guys for tuning in love you guys so much 
until the next one.